0: Hello and welcome to Crow Forest, the podcast. So last time uh, we got through my long Apple rant. So this time we will finish out the little bit left in that post-production section and then continue on with another production section. So uh, this last little bit here is January 9, 2023. I finally finished cutting together my second trailer today. Fortunately, that metadata wasn't affected, so I didn't lose any of the editing that I had already done. So I was able to just finish it without having to redo anything. So that was a nice change. Once I got the video uploaded, I posted it to my Facebook page to try and get some views and hopefully generate some interest. I also sent a direct link to my video to Adam Mullen, my composer, so that he can post it to his social media. He probably has a bigger following than I do, which wouldn't be that hard, so hopefully I'll be able to get a few more views that way. All right, and that is it for January 9 and uh, for that post-production section. So now we will start back up with uh, another production section starting on January 13 of 2023. I'm going to take a break from editing for a while because I'm annoyed. So instead, I'm going to focus on production. I printed out smaller versions of all the tiny pictures that I would need for the miniature since the last batch had ended up being too big and I cut them out and stuck them onto the walls of the miniature with poster putty. Once I was finally done with that, I got some more endoscope footage to use as background video for the wax figure green screen shots now that I have the painted walls and the decorations in place. Next, I did a cool experimental shot. I wanted to get a shot through the window of the miniature, showing the chandelier hanging down from the ceiling. And I still had the materials to do it from a similar shot from Crowforce 2. I put a second Lego base plate down on top of the miniature, placed upside down so that the bumps were facing down. Then I took the tiny chandelier that I had made for Crowforce 2, and I attached it to the board so that it hung down. I tried to get a shot of the chandelier through the window, but with the cover on the miniature, the interior was much too dark to see anything. So I got one of my smaller film lights and slipped it inside the miniature. But I still wasn't quite done. Obviously, we can clearly see throughout the movie that there is no chandelier hanging over the table, and moreover, that there is no ceiling for it to hang down from as the miniature is completely open. So clearly any shot that I got of a chandelier hanging above the table filmed through the window would just be a continuity error. Unless, that is, I was to get a trick shot showing the chandelier through the window and then panning up from the window and looking down into the miniature, showing that there was nothing there, implying that there were things that could be seen through the windows of the miniature that simply weren't actually there. If I could pull this shot off, it would be really creepy. Which, um, this this movie is a little lacking in the creepy, so I kind of need the additional creepy wherever I can get it, because, um... Yeah, if you're expecting, like, a really creepy movie, it's, like, kind of creepy, but, like, it could be a lot creepier, I feel like. But, um, yeah, uh, I guess I need to fix that. I tried this shot several times, starting with the camera looking through the window and slowly panning up with the camera in my right hand while simultaneously pulling the roof panel off the miniature with my left hand and tilting the camera to look down into the miniature. But it wasn't quite working the way I was hoping it would. You could clearly see the chandelier start to move before the camera had completely panned away and then you could see it again for a split second as it disappeared out of frame when the camera turned down to look into the miniature. But after several more attempts, I finally managed to get it. It turns out that the secret is speed. I had been trying to be slow and careful, but that was actually hurting the shot. By filming first at the window, then very quickly moving the camera to remove the roof panel and having the camera come to rest looking down into the miniature, the motion happens fast enough that you don't see what happens. Plus, any movement of the chandelier that might have been captured by the camera were disguised by the motion blur. I filmed a few videos this way, trying to maximize the chances that one of them would work. And playing them back, they looked pretty good. It's not quite the slow dramatic reveal that I had initially wanted, but the illusion does seem to work. Hopefully it will work well enough to include in the movie. If not, I can always try again, or else I can always just delete this scene. And January 14, 2023? Today, I'm finally completing the tax questionnaire that LegalZoom sent me. They sent it a couple of days ago, and I've been procrastinating. So I pulled up the form, and... Did your partnership file an election to be treated as an S-Corporation for the tax year 2022 or earlier? Um, what? First question, and I'm already totally lost. I guess I'll go with no, since I'm pretty sure that I didn't file anything last year and I don't even know what an S-Corporation even is. The next page is just a bunch of standard form information. Name, address, phone number, plus the extra business stuff of company name and type. So far so good, but then when I got to the bottom of the page Does your partnership use the cash or accrual method of accounting? What the hell does that mean? They did include a note that cash is apparently the most common, so maybe I should just go with that, but I don't want to get it wrong. So I looked up accrual method of accounting, and according to Investopedia, which I didn't even know was a thing, accrual accounting is... A financial accounting method in which revenues and expenses are recording when a transaction occurs rather than when money is exchanged. Um, what? Okay, so I might just be an idiot, but aren't transaction occurs and money is exchanged the same thing? So the difference between cash and accrual accounting is not a difference at all? Am I reading that right? I can't possibly be reading that right. Damn it, I didn't get into this business because I understand business. So should I just put cash and hope for the best? If I guessed wrong and end up in federal prison, I guess you'll know why. Wait a minute. It looks like there's actually a second definition of accrual accounting underneath the graphic I was reading from. Damn it. I guess I really should have read the article instead of getting distracted by the shiny graphics. Okay, what's this definition? Accrual accounting is a financial accounting method that allows a company to record revenue before receiving payment for goods or services sold and record expenses as they are incurred. Okay, so going by that definition, that might actually be my situation. I am recording expenses as they're incurred before receiving payment for goods and services, so maybe I do need to use accrual accounting after all? I'm still confused about how the first and second definition can be referring to the same thing, but I guess if you assume that transaction occurs and money is exchanged are referring to different stages, like maybe one of them refers to business expenses and the other refers to selling to customers, though honestly I wouldn't even have a guess as to which is which in that sentence, then I guess it kind of makes sense? Well, I don't really feel comfortable locking into either option until I have more information, so I just sent an email to the LegalZoom tax team to get their advice, which I'm now realizing that I should have done right from the start. I could have avoided all of this guesswork, but I guess you're probably realizing by now that I'm not very smart. So I guess I'm kind of stuck until I get a reply. In the meantime, I guess I'll work on some marketing and promotion type stuff. After all, I don't want to have gone through all of this trouble of making a movie and setting up a company just to find out that no one has ever heard of me. And considering that I currently have just 17 subscribers on YouTube and 21 followers on Facebook, that outcome seems not at all unlikely. I guess I've got some work to do. A while back, I had actually made a comic book adaptation of Crow Force the movie by taking stills from the movie and compiling them together into a comic format. I don't remember why I did this, but I'm sure it made sense at the time, and it was pretty fun to do. But the point is that I think it's high time that I finally got some use out of these comic pages. So I finished up the last couple of edits that were still needed. Apparently, I had neglected to put captions on the last couple of pages. And then I doubled up the pages so that it more closely resembled a comic book. That way, the three two-page spreads that I had would be shown together properly. I ended up with 17 image files. cover in page one, page two and three, and so on. Then, once I had those finished, I started the long, tedious task of uploading them to my DeviantArt page. I really hope that this gets me some more attention, because it was kind of a pain, but I do think there's a pretty good chance of getting some attention from this. After all, it's a pretty hard sell to get someone to watch an entire movie made by some unknown internet creator, but getting someone to view one or two comic panels showing off the art of the film in a really cool way seems much more doable. I don't expect anyone to actually take the time to read the full comic, and it's probably best that they don't anyway, but I'll probably get a few views from people who thought that the thumbnail looked cool and wanted to see the larger image. Anyway, that's my hope. I guess I can do one more section. January 15, 2023. Today, I got an experimental shot up in the attic. I had been toying with the idea of doing a stop-motion shot of a light bulb getting unscrewed from a desk-style lamp for a while now, but for some reason, no matter how many times I checked every room of Maureen's house, there was just no such lamp to be found. But then I got the idea of doing the shot up in the attic instead, since it has the bulb hanging down the right way for the shot, and also it would tie the movie together quite nicely, considering that, despite the title, very little of this movie actually takes place in the attic. Though now that I think about it, I did actually bring that one desk lamp to Maureen's house to use for the match cut with the miniature, So I guess I could have used that. But I'm literally just putting that together now as I'm writing this. Oh well, the attic shot works better anyway. So anyway, like I said, I had originally thought that I would get this shot with stop motion, but doing it that way with still images of the bulb at different stages of Unscrewed that sounds bad but I can't think of how else to phrase it, that would mean that the flicker effect would be lost. That's not necessarily a problem, but it would be really cool if I could somehow keep the flickering effect intact. And I had an idea of how I might be able to do that. Spoiler alert, it did not work. I got my camera and tripod and climbed up into the attic taking the flicker bulb and the small green screen board that I had used for the wax doll transformation sequence. In addition to that, I wore a green rubber glove on my hand so that I would be able to turn the bulb, well, hopefully being able to make it invisible in post. I set up the camera and let it run as I tried the shot a couple of times. I held up the green screen board behind the light bulb with one hand, and I reached up with my other gloved hand to slowly turn the light bulb and make it come out of the sockets. I did my best to only grip the bulb from the back so as not to block the bulb in front and mess up the effect. This meant that I could only turn it in very small turns before having to reset my hands. I completed this process three times, first taking out the actual attic light bulb, then again with the newly installed flicker bulb, And finally, I did it once more with the flicker bulb, but this time I put my phone on the attic floor with the flashlight shining up to give the ambient light so that the transition from light to dark wasn't quite such a stark contrast. Hopefully one of these three shots will work okay, but if nothing else, then at the very least, it will make a cool behind-the-scenes video of a special effect shot that didn't work. I guess I'll find out soon enough. And yep, that's exactly what it was. Cool behind-the-scenes special effect shot that did not work. The next thing I did was to go out to my filming studio and set up my green screen. Then I used my handheld steamer to get rid of the worst of the wrinkles so as to get the cleanest possible shot with minimal color variation on the cloth. Then I set up my box fan at the base of the green screen pointing up. I turned the fan on and I set up my phone on a tripod to take a slow motion video. Then I took the deck of playing cards that I had used before and started tossing them in little handfuls past the camera lens and over the fan. The idea was that Between the high frame rate of the slow-motion video and the fan holding the cards in the air just slightly longer I would hopefully be able to get enough usable frames to make the wind tunnel scene work Plus with the green screen properly steamed this time this new video should work much better than the last one I played back the video on my phone and it looks good Hopefully the shadows won't be too much of an issue slow motion video makes everything much darker so I had to compensate by putting a bright light right in front of the green screen. So the shadows are very prominent. But even if the shadows are a problem, I guess there's still good old frame-by-frame editing as a last resort. And, uh, the shadows didn't end up being too much of a problem. The cards are kind of obvious post-production adding in, but, uh, I just, uh, Messed with the color and saturation and stuff a couple of days ago. And it looks decent-ish. I'll probably keep it in. But, yeah, I guess uh, you can just see how well you think it's convincing in the final film. Kind of looks like fake CGI. But it's not CGI. It's just different video layers. So it's like, yes, both layers are real filmed stuff, but, um, yeah, it it is pretty obvious green screen that it was added later, and it's not part of the original thing, so, uh, yeah, you can, uh, look at that and see how you think it went. Um, okay, so, uh, I believe we will cut it off there for now, and pick back up next time with January 17 of 2023, and then we'll probably just finish out that production section, maybe go as far as the next post-production section. We'll just have to see how things go next time. Uh, so that is all for this time, and um, we'll continue next week. Hope to see you then.